0: All right, I'm gonna give you a really quick and nitty gritty how to get marketing and sales to be aligned in your facility or property company. Okay, so, like, how to get marketing and sales to be aligned together, see eye to eye, for your facility or property management company, okay? So, you're probably asking yourself how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable. You know that marketing should probably be in the mix but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your FF business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. So I'm going to kind of go through this. this, is, this is, I found this list for this really good, actually. We do, a, we do like 90% of this, 95% of this, All right. So first thing is this. Marketing should attend weekly pipeline reviews, review meetings. Okay, so this is interesting because here's the thing, like right now, like for our company, I'm just going to give you an example. But for our company, we don't have like weekly pipeline reviews because we just recently implemented a pipeline strategy. Does this make sense so far? So like it makes no sense to have one of these things. So with that, our sales team does have biweekly sales team reviews, and I myself attend those occasionally, not as much as I probably should or would like, but I attend them occasionally enough to where I can, I can kind of get a gist of what's going on. And I do this for two reasons, alignment to see what, like to, to understand what's happening but the other piece is to understand like, hey, what's working and what's not working with what we're delivering to you. So I ask specific questions. OK, so that's kind of where that goes. Second thing is marketing should be measuring which leads move to sales qualified and try to bring more of those. This is huge. And this is this is what I'm saying. Like we just recently moved into a call it like a SQL SQL sales qualified lead kind of pipeline where we have leads we have marketing qualified leads and then we have sales qualified leads and the sales qualified leads essentially are the ones that we try to recreate and duplicate so then I have I have stats and, and I track this on a monthly basis now for the past two months where I see how sales is qualifying leads and I'm looking I'm like okay of the MQOs that we created, we are qualifying 20% of those leads. That's not bad. So, you know, like, yes, 80% is trash, but that 20% is driving a big chunk of revenue. That's not bad. So then what we're gonna try to do is we're gonna try to get insight of those sales qualified leads. So like, what we'll do is like, we'll create retarget campaigns from those types of people, okay? And we essentially are going to do what's called a lookalike audience. And we will then clone like audience like that to find more people on Facebook, to find more people on YouTube, to find more people on Google and other channels. Does this make sense? So the idea here is, is that it's it allows us to bring in more of those types of leads. Okay, what we also did to help bring in higher sales qualified leads is that we were able to Severely bring down the amount of what we call as like um, personalization leads, and so these are leads that are very difficult to sell and very difficult to convert. So we lowered that so that our sales team only focuses on a specific, in like a specific like SMB type of business. Okay, so these are things that you can do with your facility property company where. When you have these weekly meetings or bi-weekly meetings with your, with your sales team as the marketing leader, you can kind of get insight and then you can start seeing the type of qualified leads that you're bringing in and find ways on how you can find those people more often and more of them. Make sense so far? All right. Third thing is marketing brings in the predictability into the funnel by knowing which channels bring the fastest or largest deals. So this is really, really important because let me get some water really quick. Hold on. Sorry, I've been doing a batch of of podcast episodes to try to get things ready for the holidays so that um, I can have all these kind of queued up through the holidays and whatnot. So I'm loading up in quite a bit of episodes right now. So anyways, the idea here is that you want to create predictability. So This goes back to pipeline. The reason we created a pipeline is to understand how we can make some future bets on revenue that we can be making a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, down the road, where we can be predicting like, hey, on average, we bring in these types of leads and this is what shakes out at the end, every single month. So we know that if we increase our budget by this, we'll get more leads like this and and it'll shake out to this and this is what we get in the end. So we keep doing this. The idea here is is that you are going to start making predictable decisions with your funnel that you've created here, and it's going to help you figure out which channels to make future bets into, okay? So like if LinkedIn is a channel that works because you're getting some high quality leads, that are surpassing the the amount that you're paying for these leads because you're closing them at like, you know, you know, you know, humongous clip um, clipping rates, or if you're attending like two or three trade shows because they deliver like some great leads and you close two to three of these that more than pay for not just your trip, but like future trips into the next year. Like these are opportunities that you look into as well too. What I'm getting to is that like, you want to find trends because you can find trends on the types of leads that you're bringing in to make future predictions and then find where these people are hanging out and how, you know, what channels they're, you know, they're in to bring them in. All right. The fourth thing is that marketing should be the first one to jump whenever an ICP ideal customer profile enters your pipeline. And so like you should be looking at as a marketing leader, you should be looking at your stats on a regular basis. So this is something I do all the time at my company is I'm always diving into like, not just the lead volume to make sure we have like our team fed correctly, but then I'm also looking at like, how many, how many deals are we closing on a daily basis? Um, How many SQLs are we getting on a weekly basis? Like those sort of things. Like those are things that you are going to want to keep diving into and keep analyzing. All right. So Now, this is where sales comes in to help with this whole thing because this is a two-way street, all right? So sales should be feeding questions to marketing that prospects are asking on the sales calls, okay? So if there's a specific question that's going on, that keeps coming up during sales calls, it's up to you as a salesperson to go to the marketing leader and be like, hey, listen, I keep getting like me and Todd... And Janet keep getting these these questions coming up. These like exact three questions in different variations, but it's like the same thing. And like I think it's something to do with our website and here, or it, you know. But like they, these these things keep coming up. How can we you know combat this by producing different content or um, having something to help them understand this, or like maybe a document that we can send to them to kind of reassure them, like whatever that is you should be sharing feedback from these sales calls. Sometimes like if you have gong, this is a great technology. Like we have gong. um, You can listen and, and you can, you know, look at some of those conversations. Okay. And analyze the data and be like, huh, interesting. This is really cool. This is really cool. And you can start drawing lines to like what people are saying that closes, what people are saying and why people are dropping off. And you can start helping, you know, draw conclusions there. But Whatever the case is, sales should be feeding these questions to the marketing leader on this, All right. Sales also should be using marketing produced content in sales conversations. This is huge. Like there's nothing that pisses off a, a marketing leader more than this, where sales asks for something and then does nothing with it. This is how you really piss off marketing because we put in time to put in the content that you're requesting for and then you don't use the deck, or you don't use a PDF document, or you don't use the blog post that we just showed you how to use that you requested on, or you don't use the emails that we sent you, or you don't like, and because and it's always some sort of excuse. It's like, well, it's just not how I would say, it, or like, well, it's just, it's just, you know, I didn't like this one little piece, so therefore you didn't like one piece, you didn't send the entire document. So, like, what I'm getting to here is to be aligned, like. Sales should be using marketing produced content in sales conversations. Because this content's probably created together. All right. Because I'm pretty sure sales goes to market and say, hey, we need this. And the marketing's like, okay, cool. Let me make this. And then goes to sales again, and be like, hey, this is what I created based off of your feedback. What do you think? Oh, this is great. And then like if it's just crickets and nothing's ever used, that's not a a good, you know, use of resources. So use the content that marketing has given you, okay? Especially if you're requesting it, all right? Okay. Number 3, sales notices the channels that are bringing in the best leads. You got to have a pulse on the channels that are bringing in the best types of leads. Like for us, our company, we all know that's Facebook. Like we are putting our money in the Facebook big time, and it's doing very, very well for us and it's producing high-quality leads and it's helping us close at like you know, just like these clipping rates. But we also know what channels and what types of ads don't produce the right type of leads. And so therefore, we make sure as a marketing team, we don't use those things. We don't go into those channels. We don't launch ads that look like a certain thing. And so the idea here is, is that there's a continuous feedback loop going back and forth where sales says, hey, we're launching this on a new channel to try this. Let us know what happens. Or we're launching this new campaign, recycling these leads, doing this. Let us know how this works. Like, things like that. But where I'm getting to is that sales should be giving feedback to to the marketing team, to the marketing leader, on the channels that they're seeing great success in, right? It's very, very important to understand that. All right, and then the other part is that sales are on LinkedIn to amplify the content marketing produces. So what I'm kind of trying to say here is is that you as a sales leader or you as a salesperson, you should be using LinkedIn on a regular basis and you should be posting content on a regular basis from the content that marketing produces on a regular basis. You don't have to necessarily just Share the exact fucking post that is published on the, on, the, on the business page. But you can look at those posts and be like, oh, it's really cool. I should write my own post. And you should be on LinkedIn actively working, actively publishing. You as a salesperson on your own personal LinkedIn page should be publishing content to help amplify the content that marketing is producing. Marketing comes out with a new blog post you should be like, oh, that's really cool. Let me take a screenshot of this and then talk about it really quick and write about it, and then have a link in the comment to post to point to the blog post. Oh, an email came out last week. Oh, that's really cool. Let me take a screenshot of this and put it on my you know on my LinkedIn page and write a post about it and then talk about it. And so, and someone wants a copy of the email, I'd be happy to forward it to them. Just let me know. Like, you should be finding ways to amplify what marketing is putting out there. As opposed to saying like, well, it's just too hard to, it's just too much work to put content out there. I don't have time to do that. Instead of making those excuses, use the opportunity to, to like, because you have an ability to, to, to expand and amplify what marketing is creating. And by doing these things, both marketing and sales, helping each other to understand each other is going to really align both of the teams Okay, so like I know a lot of salespeople in all spaces, not just facility management, not just in my company, they sometimes don't want to take the time to to be posting content on LinkedIn, but they miss the value behind it. But on the flip side, a lot of marketing leaders don't want to take the time to listen to the feedback that sales has to give them on the types of leads that they're getting. And so this is a two way street. So like marketing, swallow your pride. Sales, you're going to swallow your pride. You both are right. And you're both are wrong. But really, like if you're aligned, you're going to be hitting your goals and your bonuses every single quarter. Okay. So I think these are just like really simple tips, in my opinion, that's going to kind of help kind of, you know, increase the ability of your company um, to just be more aligned overall. But more importantly, like start hitting goals that may have been unachievable at one point, all right? So anyways, I hope this was helpful. Three things they ask at the end of my podcast. Number one, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Number two, please um, take the time to connect with me on LinkedIn. And then number three, please share this podcast with somebody else. This is how our podcast has been growing because of you. So if you can do those three things, that'd be great. Thanks a lot and have a great day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, This is your host, Javier Lozano Jr., hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, which are facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys, thanks a lot. And have a great one.